controls the web, the spider controls the web. And the spider is, is, is at a level that you never see. It's not Tony Blair, he's a, he's a strand. The Bush family, they're a strand. Even the Rockefellers are a strand. The real power that's manipulating all this, you never see it, operates from the shadows. Um, and uh, so it's operating to a, a, a central dictating policy. And this is why you're seeing um, the same things happen in all different countries at the same time. It's because the borders um, and the policy are coming from a central point. We can work on the level of banking scams, political scams, manipulated wars, manipulated 9-11s, and we should because we need to know that. But if that's all we're doing in terms of communicating knowledge, then basically we're operating in a cycle of this is the problem, but how the hell do we get out of this? We will never know how to set ourselves free until we understand the nature of who we bloody well are. How do you set yourself free when you don't even know who you are? How do you set yourself free when you don't even know the nature of reality that you're living in and manifesting and making happen without your knowledge that you're making it happen? You can't. So alongside the information about um, you know, the five sense level of this conspiracy, if you like. We have to, um, just as powerfully, I would say more powerfully, communicate the nature of reality and, and how, we, how we are creating our reality and how we are allowing it to be created for us by having ourselves programmed with certain beliefs, certain perceptions and all the rest of it all the time. Uh, the two must go together, otherwise, you know, we're never going to get out of this. All freedom is our natural and eternal right, not the gift of some dark suit or uniform to decide if it's going to give it to us or not. Do, 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 do. Generals masquerade as your doctor Pills become bullets then they poison your water A pharmaceutical army built to slaughter Till men in masks come for your wife and your daughter Whoa, now what? Here they come for the guns And God and demons disguised as priests and nuns Time to run with no place to go Except Honduras with a man called Foretold Jones Skull and bones invade the skies with robot drones Check the infrared radar for UFOs Silver and gold Behold, the weather's controlled by genetically modified hybrid clones Built in bunkers with subjects under mind control Injected and observed in the combat zone Now come on It's the chemtrails, guys, it's the government lies It's the poison in the water, then the media lies It's Scientific warfare, untested medicine. 
through these lies Puffing on formaldehyde When you light a smoke flow Riding your water steroids in your yoke It's an ongoing joke Government control They're laughing at our ass But we're left out in the cold A billion dollar industry perception that is sold Take a hunk of metal And turn it into gold We walk and sing aloud Just like some sheep So it's time to take that leap Spit knowledge on these beats Transparency is key Cause we know talk is cheap Careful where you walk Or you end up in the heat all the time just be a dog run around catch frisbees pee on a fire hydrant life's more rewarding and you get access to lots of treats catch salty talk mondays and wednesdays and every friday for salty's weekend warm-up 4 p.m eastern time add a little salt to your life and be more dog
This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. <laughs> what is that? What is that that I'm hearing? Yes, it is Sean. Sean Raz. It's live. May 17th, 2016. You're listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, and Radio Chaos. I, uh, I'm back. I'm here. I'm live. I'm happy to be here. I missed you guys last week. I don't like missing shows. I really don't. kind of drives me nuts because you know, I, I make this commitment to, to talk to you guys once a week. You know, and every once in a while, some things come up that you're you're not planning for, that you didn't expect to have happen. So I needed a, a mental day last week, and I'm glad I took it. Although I would have taken tonight off <laughs> if I didn't take off last week, I'll tell you that much. Whew. You, know, you, you don't realize what it's like getting old until you get old. You know, everybody always tells you, oh, you know, wait till you get older. <laughs> you're going to love it. You're going to be hurting. going to be a lot of hard times. Nah, I didn't believe any of it. But of course, I'm sitting here <clears throat> having a difficult time breathing because I pulled a muscle while I was cleaning my tub. Ugh. It's been a rough two days, three days. <clears throat> if I uh, if I sound off tonight, that's why. Because it's, it's, I, don't, I don't know what I did. I don't know if I pulled a muscle or a tendon or broke a rib, separated a rib. God only knows what I did. Those of you who know me personally know that, you know, I'm totally against pharmaceuticals. I don't like taking them. I haven't taken a pharmaceutical in over seven years. I avoid them as much as possible. But I broke down. I've taken two. That's it. I'm done with them. I had to I had to, to get through that first day or two, man. I tried everything else. Uh, so you know I was in pain. If I actually broke down and took a pharmaceutical and I'm... Um, I'm very sad to admit that I did do that because that's not something I like to do. But I I was in pain. You don't realize it until you, you know, you really take it for a good reason, not just to get screwed up. And people go, oh, well, you know, what's the big deal? You know, take a, take a couple pills here and there to have some fun. It doesn't hurt. But people seem to forget that that's not being grown by some individual. It's not being created by some individual. Big pharmaceutical companies are still getting their money, whether you're doing it for recreational or you're getting it through your insurance. So either way, they win is really what it comes down to. But, yeah, I broke down. I hate to admit it. I didn't enjoy it. It took the pain away. I will say it definitely it, it didn't take it away. It definitely eased it enough that I could deal with it. So I guess it did what it was supposed to do. And what we should be using it for, if we're going to use it at all. That was my week. Sorry. And again, I do apologize for not being here last week. Doesn't happen often, but it does happen here and there. I'm moving my studio. I'm getting a new desk. I'm really kind of excited about that. So I'm going to have like a nice little corner desk. That, that's going to give me a nice view out my window. 
So uh, it, it, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully I'll have that finished before next show. That way uh, there will be no interruptions. If I can't have it done before next show, I will obviously wait until after next show. That way we don't miss another day. Yeah, I know, Outclass. I used to love me some pills, too. Uh, but once I realize who's making money off of them, I, I, I don't, I don't want to give that money to them. Again, whether it be recreational or, or not. I got a lot of different things I'm going to talk about tonight. I, a lot of police stuff. We've seen a couple events, the events this past week, uh, coming to light that, you know, there's some positive and some negative. So we'll go over that stuff. I got, uh, what else we got pulled up here? I don't know. I got all kinds of stuff pulled up. <clears throat> As you know, I scan through what I'm doing for the evening. <clears throat> and, and I'm, uh, that's the other thing. I can't, take deep breaths so if if i if i seem to be clearing my throat a lot i can't cough because it hurts like hell to cough let's start off with this one because i don't know where i stand on this businessman raising uh, one million euro i believe that symbol is to recreate 9-11 to prove conspiracy theories true or false once and for all now of course we all want to get excited when we hear this kind of stuff oh somebody's going to you know, do an experiment to to prove 9-11 true or false. Finally, we can get some answers. And, and you know, we talk about the 28 pages and if that's going to bring us any answers. And we don't know. You know, we, we want to hope it does. But we have no way of knowing if it's going to. All right. Hey, it's Paul from, from paulsalo.com. And today we have a very uh, exciting project. So if you want to be a part of this... If you are a 9-11 denier, or I shouldn't use the word denier, if you doubt anything about 9-11, we want to blast this to smithereens, or we want to prove you completely right, okay? So what we're going to do with this project is we're going to purchase a 747 or equivalent aircraft that is about to go out of service, we're going to fill it full of jet fuel. And we're, we're purchasing a building that's about to be torn down. We're here in Thailand right now. And we've talked to the Thai military. We've, got, we've worked out a couple of deals for used airplanes and used buildings. We don't have anything 100% set. But what we're going to do is we're going to purchase a building that's about to be torn down in the countryside. Okay, in a safe place so we're not going to injure anybody. We're taking a fully loaded airplane and we're going to crash it at 500 miles an hour into that building, directly into the building, using autopilot. Okay? And we want to find out is what's going to happen to the building, what's going to happen to the steel, what's going to happen to the aircraft. We're going to put uh, everything that was in 9-11 we're putting in this one. So we're putting uh, passports, the old passports, we're going to put them around the airplane. And we're really, you've got to have the boat going by at that time. This project, okay? Sorry guys. You're welcome to come to this event. Okay, So you can come with your camera. You can film anything you want. You can. We're gonna put. We're gonna put GoPros all over inside the building. We're gonna put them all over inside the airplane, and we're gonna. Uh, anybody who tries to mess with anything is gonna be on camera. Okay. What we're trying to do here is we're gonna prove once and for all: is was 9/11 a hoax, or was it? Now, you know, I want to be happy and say, yes, this guy's going to go out and prove that 9-11 was a hoax. But let's be honest, guys. We're dealing with a complete and total different environment. We're dealing with, um, you know, obviously a building that's going to be a hell of a lot smaller. 
we're dealing with a plane that you know may not be up to the same size. It, it's not a scale thing. Now, don't get me wrong. I look forward to watching this plane crash into this building if it ever happens. It's going to be entertaining. It's going to be interesting, but it's not going to really prove anything. I, I really don't see it proving anything. But it's going to be fun to watch. And it's nice to see the conversation still going on. I know uh, architects and engineers, and I'm going to reach out to, to somebody over there soon and see if we can get uh, uh, Richard Gage or somebody on to talk about their new movie. There, there's a preview uh, premiere here in Tampa, St. Pete area, on the 26th of May, I believe it is. There, uh, Richard's going to be there, and they're going to be discussing. You remember, if you've been a, a long-time listener, God, in 2012, they did the uh, when Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth came out. Or the, the, the um, Explosive Evidence movie, I'm sorry. They did a, a screening, and I, I you, uh, you, you streamed that live and did a live broadcast from there. It was interesting. I got to meet Richard that day, and really nice guy. We had a good time. My father, my grandfather-in-law was with me, who, who at the time thought I was a little crazy. And now, after that, you know, he, he won't admit anything, and he's a big Trump supporter. But when we left that day, it was the first time he had ever really watched any 9-11 Truth-style videos. And he said that it, it really uh, raised some questions in his mind. And for a little bit there, he was actually inquisitive as to what happened. Now, will this begin the conversation again? Will we... Will we continue to, to see a conversation about 9-11 because of, of this event? You know, this guy trying to do this? Well, I hope so. It's a conversation that needs to be continued until we finally get the answers. We, we, we see that, I guess, the, the bill uh, to allow 9-11 families to sue Saudi Arabia got passed, I believe. I, I, I briefly saw something about that as I was scanning through getting ready for the show. You know, a lot of people are afraid that that's going to cause issues for us here. Well, maybe if we weren't doing things that were worthy of being sued over, we wouldn't be concerned about those issues. You know, I've always said we need to get our own house in order before we try to get everybody else's house in order. And we are far from in order. We are far from a... a, a a leading nation, a nation that, that I want. We, we are far from a nation that I want to be the example for the rest of the world. I mean, seriously, think about it. Sit there wherever you are right now. Sit back and ask yourself if we are truly a nation that should be leading, that should be an example of good. Are, are we that nation? I think later on as we get into the police conversation, I don't think you're going to think that anymore. I don't believe you are. It's scary. It, 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 it's really things that, I, that, that worries me, that, that we're supposed to be the example of a good country. When, when we're dealing, you know, I, I don't discuss transgender and the bathroom issue I don't really get into that very often. I think you're all pretty aware of that. I have no intention of, of discussing that as as a main topic on my show. But every once in a while, something comes out that, that, that 
makes you think about it. It makes you go, man, why are we discussing this? And we, I think most of you listening to my voice right now understand that, that the social issues are more of a distraction to keep us in a state of perpetual argumentation. Argumentation? Is that a word? Perpetual arguments. We're always fighting. And Clarence Thomas really came out and just said some some interesting things the other day. At the risk of understating what is necessary to preserve liberty and our form of government, I think more and more that it depends on good citizens discharging their daily duties and their daily obligations. I resist what seems to be somewhat formulaic or standard fare at commencement exercises, some broad complaint about societal injustice, and at least one exhortation to the young graduates to go out and solve the stated problem or otherwise to change the world. Having been where you all are, I think it is hard enough to first solve your own problems. <clears throat> not to mention those problems that often seem to defy solution. In addressing your own obligations and responsibilities in the right way, you actually help to ensure our liberties and our form of government. Throughout my youth, even as the contradictions of segregation persisted, we revered the ideals of our great nation. Of course, we knew that our country was, like all human institutions, a flawed nation. Now, but I'm going to break this down for you real briefly here of what he's really trying to say. He's saying, you know, do your daily job. Do, do your responsibilities. Do you. You do you, I'll do me. Is what he's saying in a roundabout way. Now, some people may say, well, wait, wait, wait. Now, what you're telling me is I should just be a good citizen, do my job, and, and not worry about anything else. Well, that's not what I'm saying. Yes, there are things we should be paying attention to. I think where somebody goes to the bathroom is not one of them. I know, listen, I've got children of myself, of my own. I've got a daughter. I've got a great, I've got a granddaughter. These things are, are of course, things that I worry about deep inside. But that's really not a discussion that, that is getting us anywhere. It's not, it's not a discussion that, that is leading us into a direction of positivity. I don't care what you do. I really don't. I, I, I have an issue with feeling some other way, and, and, and I guess that kind of relates to the conspiracy world I live in. You know, a lot of us will believe that uh, BPA, this phenol A, is uh, feminizing men, causing problems for women. Maybe that's why we're seeing this this massive, you know, I don't know what I am problem right now. I don't know if I'm a man or if I'm a woman. I don't know. Maybe that's what's causing this. Maybe it's something they're spraying above us. Maybe it's the fluoride in our water. Maybe it's the other chemicals in our food. You know, I, I I know there's always been people out there that have questioned things. It used to be really easy to figure out. You either were a man, a woman, a gay man, a gay woman, 
who are a transvestite. That's really, growing up as a child, that's all I had to deal with. This transgender, this pre-op, this post-op, this, this, uh, all these different terms. Well, where'd they come from? Why, why do we have all these terms all of a sudden? What the, why? Why? What is the reasoning behind it? Why, why has it all changed th- so much in my 40 years of life? You know, I, I, I remember going, I was 15, 16 years old. My dad was a radio DJ in Philly. Uh, number one for many, many a years. Who is this? No, I don't want to talk. Um, and I would go to clubs at a very young age, let's be honest. And I knew the transvestites when I was young. I knew that they were in the club. They were hanging out. You could tell them. Nobody really cared. They did their thing. They went to the bathroom in the men's room. Because they were men. That just like to dress like women. I don't know why it's such an issue today. Why why we discuss it? But that's really what he's 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 discussing there. And I'm sorry, I way roundabout way to get to what I was trying to say. We need to mind our own business a lot more in this nation, in this world, in 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 just life in general as a human being. Don't judge somebody based on what they believe or how they act. Well, stop. Rewind. Don't judge base don't judge someone based on the way they act. Judge someone based on what they do. How they are as a human. And it's a conversation we have all the time. I don't, do we really need to reiterate it again and again and again? No, I don't think so. Uh, you know, us crazy conspiracy theorists. For years now, I've been discussing light posts and traffic signals with hidden microphones and cameras built inside them. We warn people that they were going to be used for nefarious reasons. But that doesn't mean anything. You know, everybody just, and of course, when it's proven, nobody admits it. Hey, we might have been on to something. Graham operating all around the Bay Area. Federal agents planting microphones to secret, secretly record conversations. KPIX 5's Jackie Ward is at the Oakland Courthouse. Now, Jackie, can they legally do that? Yes, they can, which may surprise a lot of you out there. Just imagine standing at that very bus stop, having a conversation with your friend, and having no idea that your conversation was being recorded. It happens all the time, and the FBI says that they don't even need a warrant to do it. They plant microphones under rocks, they plant microphones in trees, they plant microphones in equipment. I mean, there's microphones that are planted in places places that people don't think about because that's the intent. FBI agents hid microphones inside these light fixtures and at this bus stop without a warrant to record conversations between March 2010 and January 2011. The feds are trying to prove real estate investors in San Mateo and Alameda counties are guilty of bid rigging and fraud. Jeff Harp is a former FBI special agent and is now a KPIX 5 security analyst. An agent just can't go out and grab a recording device 
and plan it somewhere without authorization from a supervisor and you know the special agent in charge. The lawyer for one of the accused will ask the judge to throw out the recordings, telling me that quote speaking in a public place does not mean that the individual has no reasonable expectation of privacy. Private communication in a public place qualifies as a protected oral communication and therefore may not be intercepted without judicial authorization. Now, see, this is where a little argument may arise amongst all of us. Uh, you know, we believe in, in, in stepping out and ensuring we record every interaction with law enforcement, uh, anything that we see out in public. If you're in public, you have no expectation of privacy. So... I kind of disagree with the lawyer, and I hate to say it, but unfortunately, I don't think the feds are wrong in this situation because you have no expectation of privacy in public. So Jeff also says if you're going to conduct criminal activity, do it in the privacy of your own home. That was the original intention of the Fourth Amendment, but we'll see what the judge has to say on May 25th. From the Alameda County Courthouse, Jackie Ward, KPIX 5. So, like I said, you know, it, it's it's that's a that's right on the the uh, teetering of of you know what the hell, man? Do do we continue to to scream for our rights and then uphold the you know try to reverse it when law enforcement's going to do the same thing we're saying we should be allowed to do? You know, that's that's where it gets hairy. It's public, man. Don't talk about your drug deals or your illegal activity when you're standing at the bus stop or standing underneath the street light. I guess is the the main point to that story. Because they do have the right to do it that way. If we have the right to do it, we gotta let them have the right to do it. Uh a big thing I'm on, and you guys know this extremely well, is geoengineering chemtrails solar radiation management many different forms of, of ways of saying it wayne if you're listening which i'm pretty sure you are uh yes that video you sent me i did get to watch it i've seen it already thank you for sending it don't ever not send me stuff just realize sometimes i've already seen a lot of this stuff because that's something i really pay attention to but this past week an article came out how scientists are harnessing the ice making powers of bacteria Got my attention, especially since the headline on the drudge was uh, uh, scientists spraying bacteria into to to for create rain. So obviously, uh, drudge is kind of hinting that maybe they believe in in geoengineering, maybe they believe in chemtrailing. That that is a big possibility. The first major debate over genetically modified organisms in the late 1980s was not over tomatoes, salmon, salmon, or corn but instead a type of bacteria that can raise the freezing point of water. Opponents feared that the modified version, able to instead lower the freezing point of water, would spread into the wild and, weak, and wreak, wreak havoc, uh, possibly even altering, altering the global climate system. Thanks to public uproar, uproar, we'll never know whether the ice minus bacteria would have would would have have again guys read this I'm gonna read this to you real slow listen thanks to the public uproar we'll never know whether the ice minus bacteria would have 
have wrought. That's serious. That's what it says. Would have have wrought. Catastrophic. I think it's supposed to be would have brought catastrophic or simply protected strawberries or catastrophe. Jesus, this is a horribly written article or simply protected strawberries from the frost as its creators intended. But scientists remained interested in harnessing the ability to manipulate ice. Recently, a group of researchers uncovered what they believe is the secret to its special talent, which they hope will enable them to create nanotechnologies that mimic it. Ice minus, minus the supposed risk. Uh, pseudonym snares, and this is a one of those scientific names for a virus, so I'm going to screw it up. Uh, Pseudomonas syringae and other species of bacterias, bacteria that induce ice to form around them, thus ice-nucleating bacteria, are found all over the world and cause significant crop damage. Impurities in water usually prevent it from freezing until about 25 degrees Fahrenheit, but the bacteria can push the freezing point back to 32 degrees Fahrenheit. The ice crystals that form in in turn burst plant cells' walls, letting the bacteria feed on nutrients from inside the cells. Wind carries the bacteria into the atmosphere, spreading it to new sources of food. Ice (laughs) nucleating bacteria are pretty much everywhere, in the air, water, plants, mountain, valleys, Antarctic. Scientists think its ability to encourage ice growth may also play a significant role, a significant role in the weather, providing nuclei, nuclei for cloud formation, raindrops, and snowflakes, and could be a part of why the Amazon is so rainy. Better understanding of the bacteria's role could lead to its eventual inclusion in more accurate climate models. The bacteria outperforms artificial cloud seeding chemicals, suggest, suggesting its possible use as a rainmaker. So far, though, it's most use to skiers and snowboarders. Since the late 1980s, a company called Snowmax has supplied resorts with a P. Shiringe derivative additive that allows snowmaking machines to power the slopes or powder the slopes at temperatures much higher than would otherwise be possible. Tobias Weiner, a bioengineer at the Max Plankton Institute for Polymore Research in Mainz, Germany, led the team of researchers who believe they figured out how the bacteria does it. They looked at the PCRNG's molecular structure through a spectrometer, which allowed them to see how the bacteria's surface interacted with water molecules. Previously, Widener says, many scientists thought that the bacteria's surface mimicked the structure of ice crystals, encouraging free-roaming water molecules to fall into icy, into icy lattice. Instead, they found the bacteria's surface forms a pattern of water-attracting and water-repelling areas. These push and pulls on the water moleculars, or molecules they touch create high and low density zones that prompt the moleculars to arrange themselves into a crystal pattern. You all with me here? I hope you're sticking. I I hope you're hanging. I hope you're getting this. 
this may be more information to the admittance of the geoengineering projects going on. From a technological point of view, that's good news. Artificially mimicking the molecular structure of ice would be difficult, Widener says, but creating tiny stripped hydrophonic and uh, filical strips using an artificial polymer might be doable. That's something we could mimic in a nanofabrication lab, he says. It's maybe just as simple as mimicking these patchy surfaces. Nanofabric, aerosol spraying. Um, are we are we almost to the emittance here, guys? Are we almost to the emittance? It's just uh, you know as I as I as I continue to research these things, and we continue to see more and more information coming out pointing to them trying to manage control and even change the environment to what they want it to be it's disturbing i mean it really is something that that should be bothering everybody and why it doesn't i don't know i i honestly I don't get why more people don't look up in that sky and see these lines that just don't belong there, that weren't there before. Why are we, why are we just kowtowing down or whatever the terminology I'm looking for is and letting them do it and continue to do it? I don't know. I don't have the answer for you guys. But I do know this. I need to take a break. Uh, next hour, let's do some cop hate. I'm, I'm sure you're all ready for that. And uh, whatever. I don't know. We got, I got other stuff here I want to talk about. So we'll get into all that. Maybe some Monsanto in Iraq. Some of that. That that might be fun to listen to. All right, listen to the first 52. RazRadioLive.com. Radio Free Blood. Radio Chaos. We'll be back with you in a few. Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program? Only to encounter this and felt like this. That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401. And avoid... 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com
Your name again? John Rez. Four Toad and Lexi. Oh, I mentioned Four Toad? Sure. Oh, or no. Dave. Dave. <laughs> hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz, Four Toad and Lexi. You know, I, don't, I sound like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. Dr. Bob Tuscan. Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Forto. Hey, this is Steve from the Chocolate Drop, and if you haven't heard the show lately, here's a little bit of what you've been missing. My week is over, thank God. Uh, oh, God damn. <laughs> See how Steve gets down, right? Steve's wicked. You <laughs> say he's wicked, Steve. I'll slap you again. I don't, there ain't no cameras in here. <laughs> I don't know what her problem was, why she was licking people's cheese. See, black people mess it up for everybody, man. <laughs> you know somebody black to complain, <laughs> and they call me a racist. The back of the toilet looks like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> so I don't like that. You ever seen a vein this big? <laughs> She ate a rubber glove and she had to have her dog. <laughs> insane. It was absolutely insane. Um, I don't like that. Saturdays, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. RazRadioLive.com and Salty Talk Radio. We talk about weed. Abducted, falsely imprisoned, tortured, and threatened with further torture without charge, without trial. Even many soldiers had said to me afterwards, was a hell, if you weren't a terrorist when you came in here, by the time you leave, I'm sure you would be because of the way you've been treated. Let us never tolerate outrageous conspiracy theories concerning the attacks of September the 11th. Malicious lies that attempt to shift the blame away from the terrorists themselves, away from the guilty. People are always asking me, yo Gemini, what's your angle? 
Are you a devil or an angel? And I say both As I continue to blame the Knights Templar and the Hospitallers The real reason New York lost their towers Don't sit back or hesitate to react to the impact Many taking a nap In fact, they would fake an attack To make way for the Patriot Act Some say, hey, it ain't safe to say that But it's the same game Different name on the map as they place blame And they aim at a rack It's a damn shame cause they never claimed the hijack Following the fiddle, one would have found hero The town hero, responsible for ground zero Objects in the mirror, close them, they appear so clear Your ear to hear the sound of fear grow Beware the evil, the dragon, and the ego And footage that they show that we are forced to see slow Persecuted and disputed because of the wean All the strengths that control these kings Come from below, observe the nerve of this dark heart government Thinking they can devoid a spark with another mid Walk right up, take the Ark of the Covenant The cards have been pulled by the shark And I'm loving it, look hard, and you will find seven Head to the beast behind 9-11 Wrapped in fine linen even John Lennon couldn't imagine this modern day Armageddon We've been ambushed, pushed to the edge Persecuted cause we disputed to know the ledge Pledge allegiance, not even if the world stops turning Never trust the bush unless it's burning We've all been ambushed, pushed to the edge Persecuted cause we disputed to know the ledge Pledge allegiance, not even if the world stops turning Never trust the bush unless it's burning There is a chance for the President of the United States To use this disaster to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think only once, and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. From junior to senior to crap, a press cot to the Nazi mouse house and the center at Epcot. Let's not forget their messed up mascot. Skull and bones thinking up Geronimo's rest spot. These foam thrones are not alone in their obsessed plot. These garden gnomes are part of Rome, so I take my best shot. With the heart of stones, they are prone to never get caught. Is there a cold phone details and emails on your desktop? Many be growing up gaudy like Mayor Giuliani. Practicing karate with the Illuminati. I'm Tonto Kimosabi, who's quick to kill somebody. For the love of mud honey or a little blood honey. I don't find these thugs funny, they sell drugs to bugs funny. Not that it's any of my business that I'm his adapty ducks funny. Just hide it when they Laugh at me and what my dreadlocks done When they kill tiny children Left many building blocks bloody The square and the compass and the almanac Are you aware that they're amongst us And it's all an act Semyeza and his Ezlub Now come crawling back Drove to Bohemian Grove Dressed all in black A serpent king worshipping a stone owl The dragon Ronald Reagan ain't Colin Powell Flipping scripture like Vanna White Showing a vowel We have to plan to fight And never throw in the towel We've been ambushed Pushed to the edge Persecuted cause we disputed to know the ledge Pledge allegiance Not even if the world stops turning Never trust the bush unless it's burning We've all been ambushed to the edge, persecuted cause we disputed to know the ledge, pledge allegiance, not even if the world stops turning, never trust the bush unless it's burning. Remember this, your government funded and trained Al-Qaeda. Supreme Court's ruling that said that uh, we must conduct ourselves under the common article 3 of the Geneva Convention. And that common article 3 says that, you know, there will be no outrages upon human dignity. It's, it's, it's like, it's very vague. What does that mean? But there's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason for this. There's a reason education sucks. And it's the same reason that it will never, ever, ever be fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. 
They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your social security money. They want your fucking retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this fucking place. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they used to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged. And nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hard-working people, white collar, blue collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hard-working people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all. At all. At all. Man. You know? And nobody seems to notice, nobody seems to care. That's what the owners count on, the fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant of the big red, white, and blue dick that's being jammed up their assholes every day. Because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream, because you have to be asleep to believe it. Underground life. Can't we know what dress to go? Y'all been sitting up in them pretty seats too long, too long. Come to my world. Yeah. Listen, in case you didn't know, federaljack.com. You're listening to the first 52, where you can hear inmates run the insane asylum. Caviar rappers, we chicken and cornbread. This game ain't never friendly, bro. You might not get no help. All right, guys, welcome back to First 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, and Radio Chaos.Live. This is our boy, K. Rhino. I love K. Rhino. His music is uh, touching, moving, and, and angry. Angry's good sometimes. Underground. That's right. We're the underground here at Raz Radio Live, Radio Free Blood and Radio Chaos. We we try to bring you information that, you know, you might not get other places. I hope that my crazy madness way of sharing it to you works for you. Because, you know, I don't do it the technical, professional way. 
I just like to have fun. I talk about what I feel, what I believe. So, yes, we are the underground here, and we'll continue to talk about the stuff that nobody else wants to touch. It's okay with me. I don't mind. Do you mind? I'm sure you like it. I hope you like it if you're listening. And I do appreciate you guys listening in. So where should we go next? I guess, you know, coming in with Kay Rhino, I guess we should probably touch some of the, the police issues that we see out there. That might be a good thing to, to begin with. What do you think? Some, some, some police talk? Do you want to do that, guys? That sound like fun? It's always fun to do that. Bash the cops a little bit. Why not? When they're doing stupid shit, we got to point it out. We got to talk about it, right? I mean, it's amazing. The list of different stories I have of law enforcement this week. Now, I try not to, I try not to bash on them too much because I'm not anti-cop. I just want them to do the right thing. That's all. Just, just do the right thing. It's not that hard. And as I'm, trying to get to the, the exact story I want to lead this with, and I forget where I put it. So you're going to have to deal, deal with it for a second here while I try to find it. I know it's here somewhere. Oh, there it is. We expect these guys to do the right thing. Are they, though? Are they really doing the right thing? Every day? On KPIX 5 News at 5 o'clock, more exclusive details on a sex scandal rocking the police department. Investigators believe officers had sex with a minor. KPIX 5 reporter Da Lin is in Oakland. And Da, the woman is telling her side of the story on social media. Yeah, Liz, she's been pretty outspoken on her Facebook page, admitting to having sex with at least one police officer while she was underage. That, of course, would be a crime. Statutory rape. Unless you're a cop. Sources tell KPIX 5 the internal affairs investigation centers around this woman, gotcha. Celeste Guam, who's either 18 or 19 years old. All right, I'm going to pause this for a sec because I wanted to catch up because this, this story is is a, you know, an interesting story, and I apologize. I know you're all sitting there yelling at me, why did you download it? I know, I know. you. Got, I, I don't think I need to explain to you why. It's just the way I run it, and I apologize that we have these skipping this girl's hot, though, I gotta say. I mean, 18, 19 now. Does, you know, she's a hot girl. I mean, let's be honest. I am a man, you know. <laughs> Good God. You know, are you ready to cooperate with me yet, video? Come on. Statutory rape. There we go, okay. Oh, no. Yeah, you know, it makes me so angry. I tested all this. I, I, I played the whole video before I went live. I'm refreshing the page. We'll start over. It's that simple. You try to line everything up. You try to have it all ready to go. When you have 40 tabs open, things just don't want to cooperate sometimes. That's the way it works. I do have um, more law enforcement we're going to get into. Deal with me for a sec, guys. I promise it'll flow better after this. <laughs> oh, Internet radio is so much fun. Come on. Oh, there was an update. I don't know if you guys remember the story I was talking about a few months ago. Uh, the sex story that where they refused to prosecute. Uh, I guess allegedly now they arrested the guy. This was, uh, the girl was here in Tampa area and this guy was in DC. All right, hold on. Here we go. The internal affairs investigation centers around this woman, Celeste Guam, who's either 18 or 19 years old. 
It doesn't want to get past that 18, 19. Widow talking about her late husband. Oh, I see what's going on here. I got like multiple videos running. I am a. I apologize, guys. Horrible, horrible, bad on my part. I think I got it straightened out now. These videos just want to start when they feel like starting. Do what they want to do. Sometimes things reload. She's been pretty out. All right, here we go. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm just going to read here in a second if this doesn't cooperate. Admitting to having sex with at least one police. All right, here we go. An internal, internal affairs investigation is underway, focusing on several Oakland police officers who allegedly had sex with an underage girl. The sources told KPX5 the internal affairs investigation centered around a young woman named, named Chesley Goop, who was underage at the time. She recently began revealing details of her relationships with officers on her Facebook page. Goop is currently either 18 or 19 years old, according to sources, who also say investigators believe Goop had sex with potentially dozens of police officers beginning when she was 16 years old. On her Facebook page, Goop suggests she is involved in the sex scandal, but says she never snitched on anybody. She said she had harmless relationships with the police department. With the police department, my friend. The police department. The whole department. Uh, <laughs> as recently as last month, Goop posted a picture of Oakland police officers dropping her near her home. Took me back to Richmond in style, she wrote. In another, in another post, she says the only officer she messed with while underage is sadly gone. Oakland police officer Brendan O'Brien committed suicide last September about a year after his wife's death was also ruled a suicide. Investigators say O'Brien left a note that led to an initial internal affairs investigation. A subsequential investigation ordered by a federal judge led to many Oakland police officers admitting they had lied during the first internal affairs investigation about their relationships with Goop. Gop. Goop. Gop. Gap. Whatever the fuck her name is. Sources say one officer also admitted to knowing she was underage when he had sex with her. <laughs> Oakland Police Department spokesman Jonah Watson said only that there is an investigation underway involving three officers, but wouldn't give any specifics. Watson admitted there were serious concerns in the department about the incident. We are entrusted by the community to protect to serve them, and to uphold the law. So we take the allegations very seriously, said Watson. Gap's mother, Goop's mother, G-U-A-P, uh, she sounds like a big Gap, so let's just call her Gap. How about that? Gap's mother worked works with the police officer as a dispatcher with the Oakland Police Department. Hmm, was mom hoeing out daughter to the cops? These are the people we rely on to protect and serve us. These people. I mean, are these the people you want to protect and serve your children? To be there when your child is in trouble? No, not me. Not me at all. Which leads us 
and Outclass, I appreciate you sharing this. I was on it, but I appreciate you sharing it to me. This is an old story. This story here is from March, and we're going to get deeper into it, but I want to let's you know get the basics of the story. Hopefully it'll all cooperate. Please cooperate with me. Please. I had it all. I watched them all. It all worked that great. That Mesa police officer who's facing the very real possibility of going to prison. Mm-hmm. After getting charged with second-degree murder. ABC 15's John Erickson is live tonight. So, John, first of all, why isn't this officer under arrest? Well, Katie, he wasn't booked into jail tonight. Instead, prosecutors say he'll get a summons, a piece of paper, telling him to show up here to court March 15th. March 15th. Uh, again, guys, I ran all these. I watched them all. I apologize. I'm sorry. And now all that's left of them is this. I'm going to end the breeding again. I, I really. A crying widow talking about her late husband, Daniel Shaver. Prosecutors now say the police officer who shot and killed Daniel is charged with second-degree murder. What happened was wrong. He was my husband. <sighs> you know, I just need a break for a second and just to sit back and, and, and absorb what's being said so I can I can share my opinion of it to you. But when videos aren't working with me and, and things aren't cooperating, it makes it harder. Uh, this this Misa officer is being charged with second-degree murder. A lot of new information has come out this past week about what really happened, about how it went down. This cop used his own personal gun, his own personal AR-15, to murder this individual. And I believe it said, you're fucked on the side of it. Engraved on the side of his AR-15, it said, you're fucked. I really want... To, to make a connection here because we see a lot of these stories of, of law enforcement gunning people down. And it's it's not a pleasant thing. And too many times people aren't prosecuted. So when they are getting prosecuted, I think we need to, to really bring this to light of what went down. This guy was ordered by the police in a state where open carry is lawful. To crawl out of his hotel room because somebody saw him point a rifle out the window. Turns out it was a Pelagon. Turns out that Pelagon was part of his job. He traveled, I believe, to airports. Hold on. Here we go. All right, I think we're going to get a better run here. I'm going to back it up. I know that the girl sounds horrible. That's the wife crying. I'm going to back it up and see if we get a nice, clean run here. which obviously we're not, because nothing wants to cooperate with me tonight. Out of that Mesa police officer who's facing the very real possibility of... Last time I'm going to try, I promise. The- All right. Yeah, I'm not going to try anymore. It, it froze up again as it was going. So the, the story I was playing was for March. It was about the initial charge of second-degree murder on this officer. Uh, it just came out this in the past day or two that this is getting a little more hairier. It's getting, uh, you know, this guy is the total, first of all, I can't even, if you look at the pictures of this cop, 
he he looks like you know uh, a thug. Now he's got all his combat gear on. He's tattooed up. He looks like he's ready to kill someone. And this is the night that the photo I'm looking at is the night he shot this guy. This was in the hallway after he shot him. Arizona police officer Philip Mitch Brailsford, a baspected Rambo-esque nerd of a cop, was one of six Mesa police officers who had their guns drawn on Daniel Shaver after they ordered him out of his hotel room last January. Show us your hands, they first shouted. Place your hands behind your head. They then ordered, they then ordered, place your hands on the floor and come crawling to us, they commanded. Shaver, a 26-year-old man who only moments earlier was showing his pellet gun to a couple of new acquaintances he had met in the hotel, began crawling towards cops. At one point, it appeared as his shorts began slipping off and he instinctively reached back to pull them up again. But a Misa police sergeant told him not to do it again because it can be perceived as a threat. Please don't shoot me, Shaver began as he uh, begged as he kept crawling. But his shorts kept slipping. So he reached back again to pull them up, and that's when Bra- Brailford fired five rounds from his personal AR-15 rifle with the words, You're fucked, inscribed on it, killing Shaver instantly. One bullet struck Shaver in the back of the head. Another struck him in the upper back. Another ripped into his upper chest, and another tore into his leg, lower leg, and another grazed his cheek. The autopsy report indicates that Shaver had his head down on the carpet, carpet for those two bullets to enter the back of his head and upper back. Brailsford would later tell investigators that watching Shaver crawl towards him wearing nothing but a T-shirt and shorts was a terrifying experience. Each time he reached back to pull up his shorts, which you can see in the photo above, were, were not tightly fastened. But his body cam footage convinced Maricino, Maricopa County attorney Bill Montgomery that there was no need to kill Shaver, which is why the other five cops held their fire and charged him with second-degree murder. Today, Brailsford is due in court for a preliminary hearing where a judge will determine if second-degree murder is the appropriate charge for which he has already pleaded not guilty. Shaver's widow, Laney Sweet, said in March that they plan to offer him a plea deal that would reduce the charge to neglecting neglected homicide, which would not be the appropriate charge considering it is geared towards individuals who accidentally kill another person through neglect. Brailford's meant to kill Shaver. That's what cops are trained. Now, this is a PNAC article. You know, they. I love the guys there. Every single one of them, they're always welcome on my show. But they always got, you know, he meant to kill. And and I don't disagree with that. I think opinion, let's leave the opinion out, guys. A personal AR-15 with the words, you're fucked, inscribed on the side, he wanted to send a message. That is much, that much is clear. And I I don't disagree with that. Like I said, this guy is just that nerdy. You ever see like the 50s movies of the guys that join? They got the birth control. Those of you who have served in the military know what birth control are. He's got the birth control on. He was just nerdy. He was probably picked on in high school. 
And because of of being picked on, he went and started working out. And he said, you know, I'm going to become strong and I'm going to be a cop and I'm going to put them all down that picked on me in high school. That's just what he looks like. He's like a 50s nerd. That's what he looks like to me. Well, we'll see what happens. I hope this guy, you know, spends a lot of time in jail. He murdered a man. If you look at the the pictures they've released of the wounds suffered by this individual as he crawled on his hands and knees, ordered by police to do so. Murdered in, in one of the saddest forms. Yes, I did see that outclassed. And I hope they make the body camera footage available, unedited. Let us see it. Let us see it. It is time. All the hiding has to stop. The tapes from the Pentagon on 9-11. The editing done to the, to the, um, the Pruder, the Pruder film on, on JFK. Where are the tapes from the OKC bombing? I mean, should I continue? The truth is out there. Crazy ass people like me just want to see it. Crazy ass people like you listening to me just want to see it. It's enough. There's no national security event that could be hidden in the 9-11 Commission reports that we can't see. Unless it points to our government being involved or at the very least allowing, well, I guess that's a national security issue then, isn't it? This makes me mad. I hope it makes you mad. It should make everybody mad. We should not be standing by and allowing the stupidity to go on around us. It's just getting out of hand anymore. It really is just... It's... Excuse me. It's just ridiculous. We got Venezuelan president, the the new Venezuelan president, accusing the U.S. of of plotting a coup against him. The U.S. would never do that. It's never done it. There's no history of the U.S. government planning a coup against anybody. No, never happened. No, never happened. We've never done that. (laughs) Or am I just crazy? And have we done that? Has it happened? Did we install... The uh, the Shahs in Iran to get us to where we sit today. Do we see cops lying regularly? A topic I had posted on my uh, Facebook this week, or may it might have been last week even, about Iran. Iran threatening the U.S. Now, are they wrong for threatening us? I mean, let's be honest. 
if Iran was sailing ships in the uh, Gulf of Mexico, and I know we made this example about uh, the Russia, if they were sailing ships in the Gulf of Mexico, we'd be investigating. We might even sink one of them if they got too close to our coastline. And the world would be rejoicing because America stood up against the great evil. Or would they? I don't. I, who is the great evil anymore? Now, I don't want to talk bad about the nation I live in, the nation I, I served and, and protected. Sometimes I wonder if we're really the bad guys out there. Is our nation really the bad guys? Are we the ones doing most of the bad? Are we are we the ones causing the issues we're, we see in this world? Too many times I think we are. Too many times I feel that the actions of this nation cause what we see. Cause the the fall of other countries cause the the refugees trying to figure out what to do could you imagine if if another country came here to america and did what we've done to other countries i mean would we really stand by and and just let it happen will we continue to 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 pretend that this country isn't doing bad to us. Or would we stand up for ourselves and, and speak out against it? I think we would stand up and speak out against it. I know I would stand out and speak out against it. The Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps threatened to drown any U.S. warships approaching Iran. A Oh my god. It is one of those nights where nothing wants to nothing wants to cooperate, nothing wants to work. Nobody cares. Nobody sees the problem. Maybe I'm onto something and that's why everything's acting stupid. I don't know. The Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps threatened to drown any US warships approaching Iran. A top general said Tuesday according to state-controlled media. Okay. Well, I think the U.S. government would say any uh, Iranian warships approaching the U.S. is going to be sunk to the bottom. Wouldn't we? It's not our area. It's not our region. We want to believe it is, but it's not. We have informed America, Americans, Americans, that their presence in the Persian Gulf is an absolute evil. Rear Admiral Ali Fadazvi stated to state media. Americans are aware that Iran would destroy their warships if they take a wrong measure in the region. Is that is that really bad? Is that really a threat to the U.S.? Or is the U.S. and their territory a threat to them? It's the way I've always read it. And that's, you know, that's my take on that. Sorry. I'm having a major uh, a crash on my shockwave players. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take my second break. Been a little off tonight with how I'm doing things. 
That's the way it works. Sorry about your luck. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you are listening to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos. What happens beyond this point? I'm sorry, my friends, but I have no control over it. Protect our necks from the stress of a world in a mess From the war in Iraq to the crack in the streets To the AIDS epidemic and corrupted police To the homeless, the hopeless, the sick and the poor The rich keep getting richer while the poor despite the wars Now somebody must see this Somebody must feel the way I do Just like a race car driver from going off the tracks Or a cool breeze blowing at your back I'm a two-way ticket on a one-way route I'm the rain and thunder that knocks the power out I'm a loaded gun, I'm a holding one First and star, I'm a burning sun I'm a saint to some, but a devil to the rest So just show me the stage and just cut me my check Cut me my check The thunder in the distance and the trumpets of the gods The fires of revolution got the rebels singing songs Screaming, bring our soldiers home It's not where they belong We don't want to work your shitty jobs Or fight latest wars Or eat the happy pills Just sell and make us done and bored We've had it up to here and we're not taking any more The time will come soon when they'll settle the score Now somebody must see this too Somebody must feel the way I do Just like a race car driver from going off the tracks or
with governments killing the innocent Fuck the poor, feed the rich Stars are pussies in Hollywood's lame Top 40's bullshit and TV's the same Just Sunday drivers in a race to save our souls Bailing down the freeway on the wrong side of the road Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program Only to encounter this And felt like this That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401 at RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now, 941-421-0401. And avoid 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941 421-0401 We welcome all We know how it feels to be ignored RazRadioLive.com
to the grave I'd rather die free than live like a slave I'd rather speak my mind, I won't bite my tongue If you think I've said it all, I have a need of a gun They bring you to your knees with disease and vaccines Another line of credit, the American dream Ron Paul revolution, 20 million screens But it doesn't really matter to the voting machines Now they censor this on YouTube, labeled it extreme Bernanke and his lackeys, printing bony green Hit us with inflation, annihilate the nation No investigation of the Bush administration Obama runs on change, Brzezinski's in his ear The only thing that changes is the puppet in the year They open up the borders, truth is on our shoulders Focus on the pain, this is the new world order I hurt myself today To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing is real I hurt myself today To see if I still feel I focus on the pain, the only thing. Gun from DeadlineLive.info and the Jack Blood Show. You're listening to the first 52 with Sean Raz Radio Live. Stay bold. I didn't think I had any of them. All right, guys, welcome back to the first 52 RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood and Radio Chaos. Ah, gosh, it just hurts to cough. I hope this goes away soon. It's just uh, no fun <clears throat> to have pain in your ribs. <laughs> I haven't talked about it much, but it's been driving me nuts, guys. It's been a rough night. That's why I've been a little distracted, a little off. I apologize. You know, hopefully I can pull it together. I'll get a guest next week, maybe. We'll have somebody to talk to, keep things moving along. No, keep the topics fresh. <laughs> keep talking about things we want to talk about. Something I definitely wanted to touch on tonight. I had that clip I wanted to play. I'm trying to find it here. Scott uh, Rickard had, had posted it earlier today. Oh, no, I know where it is. It's right here. I know where it is. I didn't forget. As you all know, I discussed GMO foods and how much I hate Monsanto and and how they try to control our <coughs> try to control our world. Oh, God damn, that hurt. 
through through our food. You know, it's not something we want to deal with. We don't want uh, one company ruling everything. So what happened in Iraq? What 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 did we do when we went there? We Before do- two thousand three, they had a well functioning, centrally controlled seed industry that had developed over the years a rich seed variety for almost every variation of wheat in the world today. And the farmers in Iraq accomplished this by saving their seeds and sharing them and replanting them. Well, after 2003, that system was destroyed. The research and seed production facilities had significantly deteriorated, uh, also by years of sanctions as well as looting. Um, They had a national seed bank that had seeds dating back thousands of years since the early farmers. It's gone now. And now the supplies of seed demand are supplying only 4%, and that's back in 2005. Now, Paul Bremer came in after the invasion, um, and you may know uh, Bremer's 100. If you do Pilates, that's a little bit different from the Pilates 100. This is Bremer's 100. Um, That's a joke for those of you who don't do Pilates. Um, His first hundred orders, which were decreed, and no elected Iraqi government that comes after Bremer has the power to alter them, which is apparently the foundation of a democracy in someone's book, um, not the dictionary. Anyway, Order 81 is important because it affected the agriculture in Iraq, and um, it's got a legal name, patent industrial design, undisclosed information, integrated circuits, and plant variety law. Well, through all the legalese, basically what Order 81 says is that farmers shall be prohibited from reusing seeds of protected varieties or any variety mentioned in items one and two of paragraph C, blah, blah, blah. So basically what it says is Iraqi farmers are not allowed to save seeds. They are not allowed to share seeds, no sharing, and they are not allowed to replant and harvested seeds. No seed now, for you. Now, why would Paul Bremer do this? Well, let me tell you a little bit about Monsanto. Monsanto has terminator seeds, genetically engineered seeds that, as you probably know, produce plants that do not make seeds, which makes farmers dependent on the corporation for seeds every year. Now, Monsanto and Dow Chemical and the Cargill Corporation, they all have an interest here because they're all manufacturing either the seeds or the chemicals to treat those plants with. No seed for you. And they need a place, a laboratory, if you will, to try out their new toys. So, Cargill Corporation, a grain conglomerate, uh, their former vice president, Daniel Amstutz, was made the agricultural advisor to Iraq, also a former USDA official. And this was, it was very staggering to me and also very clarifying for me to understand that across the board, from agriculture to mercenaries to oil, this is about corporate profit. And these corporations were like drooling on the possibility of using their terminator seeds there. Iraq becomes the laboratory for genetically modified wheat. They gave Iraqis, Iraqi farmers, six types of wheat to grow, only six. Three of them are for wheat for pasta. Iraqis don't eat pasta. So a population that. that is starving to death is given seeds to make half of their production for exports. And who's going to make money off of that? Not Iraqis. They are the guinea pigs in this experiment. And despite the food insecurity that is at heightened desperate levels today, the food rationing system that started back in 1990 is due to be terminated next month. 
That's thanks to the influence of the World Bank and the IMF. This means starvation, which pushes people to be more dependent on any crumbs that the corporations hand to them. Sick and wrong. Or it pushes people to become terrorists, to regain their land, to regain their country, and to regain their life. I don't see how more people don't don't see what's going on in front of us, see what's going on around us, how people don't recognize the level of, of sickness that we see in this country, the level of, of degrade of morality. It's all there in front of us. It's happening in front of us. So how do we not see it? How do we... How do we allow... The crazy and the powerful... (coughs) Excuse me. The crazy and the powerful... To gain control. Well, because those that that kind of believe the way we believe aren't going to get elected. They're not going to be recognized. I want you to listen to a little uh, video put out by a presidential candidate. You might hear me interject here and there, and I apologize, guys. I can't cough hard, so I can't clear my throat. So I'm having issues talking. So I I, I had this pulled up. I wanted to play it anyway. I might interject here and there, but this is a this is a McAfee's video that he put out. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's very interesting. Let's give it a listen. I'll interject where needed. I promise. I won't be gone. In chaos, power is powerless. Power only works when there is a structure through which power can flow. The boss, the second in command, the third in command, the fourth in command, the peon. When that breaks down and the peon no longer is listening, and the peon goes, I'm mad as hell and I'm not taking this shit anymore, then chaos reigns. We have three parties in America with ballot access in all 50 states. The Republicans, the Democrats, and the Libertarians. A Libertarian is someone who believes that their body and their mind belong to themselves. And that what you choose to do with those is up to you, not up to anyone, and certainly not up to a government. I developed the standard for antivirus protection on everyone's machines. I carry armament because I believe in my heart, and so does my wife, and so does my security man, that the Sinaloa cartel is trying to kill me. The largest cartel in the world, the most powerful and richest organization on the planet. I'm always armed when we bring the dogs out. Hila? So I outed uh, the corruption within the government of Belize. Therefore, their tourism dropped and their economy sank, 
And I continued to trash police, and they simply wanted to stop. John? Yeah. We've had a visitor. Nice fight. standing right here. You can see where the leaves are totally gone. The wheel turned right here into the mud. But we need to get some fucking traps up here. You think uh, Jimmy could get us some firecracking that we could remotely detonate? Uh, yeah. John Pearl, my bodyguard. Probably the, the scariest uh, motherfucker I know. I think the fundamental difference between myself and every other contender in every party is that I have no shame. Yes, I've been in jail. I've taken drugs. More drugs than you in the audience can ever fucking carry. Everything that I have done, I own. McAfee and his wife met when she was a prostitute in Miami. <laughs> I'm sorry, kids, if you're watching this. But anyways, I said to him, would he like a blowjob? Because he looked like he needed one. He, you know, he looked worn, and he looked like he had just been through the biggest battle of his life. You're always down to 16%. What if I don't want to vote for you? You don't have to. <laughs> I'm running for president because I perceive an enormous danger facing America. And the ones who see it are the cybersecurity experts within this country and around the world. And no one is listening. What we are finding out is, is they know where we are, when we're using our phone, when we download porn. Well, we don't have to go to the government to collect that information. I can go into the web and buy that information for a few dollars. And I can find out where everybody is at every moment. What IP address they are using. What concerns me is getting into my life. My thoughts, my desires, my likes, my dislikes, my conversations with friends, with my children. This cannot be rewound. This is Pandora's box. problem is the following. All of our power grid, and America's power grid is 50 years old, is controlled by computers that are 20 years old, using software that was designed before the word cyber warfare was even coined. So it is so easy for anyone to get into our power grid computers, hack them, shunt our power around in such a way that it will burn out one substation after another until we have no power and no means of ever repairing them. I think it is optimistic to believe that 10% of our population could survive in a cyber war. Here's the question. Why do not they not push the button today? The Chinese always think generations ahead when they make a decision. And perhaps it is far more sophisticated than just killing us all and walking in and taking over. Everybody in America should carry a pistol. This is a dangerous country. When does the revolution come? It comes when chaos reigns supreme. Do you not see chaos? Do you not see a non-politician in Donald Trump telling people to smack people when they're up doing a debate and they're laughing at each other about how they apply their makeup? If this is not chaos, if this is not a clown show, what is it, please? So is this your moment? This is the only moment that we have had, and it may not come again for hundreds of years. We must seize it now. Carpe diem, my friends, carpe diem. Now is time to seize the day. You know, I, I listen. 
He's no different than I am, other than he's got a lot of money. And that's one of the things I like about him. He really isn't different than me. He does a lot of the same. If you watch that video, I believe I believe I shared it today earlier, that he's just a plain man. I mean, he, he, a lot of people might say he's not fit to be president, but I might say that the people we're looking at that are going to probably end up being our president aren't fit to be president either. Kind of works, you know, the same way there. I just found that entertaining and interesting to see the point of view from him. And again, watch the video because he is, uh, <clears throat> he is, uh, he's interesting. He, he <laughs> the way he presents it and, and you'll look at him and say, man, that's me. That's how I think. That's how I act. That's how I behave. We don't have enough money to behave quite the way he does. A couple of things I want to touch on before I wrap it up here, and I'm going to be wrapping it up here soon. I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, video out of last week. And remember, I didn't do a show last week, so I might be a little behind on some things. But uh, the state troopers in New Hampshire and Maryland. New Hampshire, Maryland? No. New Hampshire and Massachusetts, that's what MA stands for, Massachusetts, <laughs> uh, have been relieved of duty following a police chase. Now, this is one of those videos that you just, anybody that is going to defend the actions of the officers may uh, may have to really check what's wrong with them mentally. This guy was a douchebag. Let's let's be honest. He was a total douchebag. He, he's been arrested for running from the cops before. <clears throat> and, uh, it, you know, okay, I get that. This guy puts his hands out, puts his, you know, gets out of the car. He's on his hands and knees. Again, another hands and knees individual. As the police run up and begin beating, beating him. Just like fists to the face and... Feet to the chest. I mean, it was just unbelievable at the way the guy was surrendering. He hadn't harmed anybody, luckily, throughout the chase. I understand the the adrenaline rush that police get. We always hear about that that justifies why they beat the living hell out of somebody. But it, it, it comes a time where we we can't allow it. it especially if you have not seen this video yet you have to watch it it it's just it's really impactful impactful is that what happens investigation tonight for how they handled that arrest the troopers started throwing punches after they caught their guy tonight they're off the job so now investigators are trying to figure out whether they used excessive force the night team's tim caputo live in concord new hampshire with the latest for us tonight tim Adam Kim, it is swift action by state police, both in Massachusetts and here in New Hampshire, but it won't end there. The attorney general here in New Hampshire now launching a criminal investigation into those police officers' actions. Two state troopers are off the job because of their roles in this violent arrest of a suspect who led police on a high-speed chase. The division of state police does not condone the unjustified use of force 
and it will not be tolerated. The video, which was captured live by Sky 7 HD, shows at least two officers throwing several punches, even though the suspect, Richard Simone, appeared to be complying with their orders. Simone's sister is furious. And to see when someone, um, you know, willingly gets out of the vehicle, goes to their knees, goes flat out on their stomach, you know, the hands are out. It was um, very shocking. In court today, as Simone faced the judge, you could see some swelling under his left eye. The 50-year-old is no stranger to the legal system or to police pursuits. Officers say yesterday was the third police chase Simone's been a part of this month. He was wanted on outstanding warrants when he ran from police Wednesday. The chase finally ended in Hudson, but now the focus is on what happened when Simone got out of his pickup truck. The Massachusetts State Trooper and New Hampshire State Trooper seen punching wildly at Simone have both been relieved of their duties. The public trust must never be compromised, and I assure you that any wrongdoing will be dealt with in full compliance of the law. New Hampshire Governor Maggie Hassan says the video raises serious concerns, and Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker wants answers. I thought the video was incredibly disturbing, and uh, I'm anxious to work with the folks in New Hampshire uh, to get moving on the investigation. At this point, authorities have not released the names of the two troopers who are now off the job. We're live tonight in Concord, New Hampshire. Tim Caputo, 7 News 19. And here's where the problem arises. Listen. You want us to comply. You want us to do what you tell us to do. And then when we do it, you attack us. Even though we might not have been complying all the other times, it's like your child. Think of your child, right? Think, think of it this way. Think of your child. <clears throat> and you tell your child he has to do something. He doesn't do it. So you take the computer away. He still doesn't do it. So you take the TV away. He still doesn't do it. So you make him sit on his bed. But once he complies, he gets his stuff back. He earns it back if, if need be. When you're being chased and you refuse to comply, and then you're in the position that this individual was in, and again, you have to see the video. He's crawling on his hands and knees, just as the individual in uh, Nevada, I believe it was, what was complying and just didn't want his pants falling down and he ends up dead on the floor with a bullet to the back of the head because he wasn't complying quite properly. This is where the issue arises, my friends. If you're going to demand compliance from us, then you should suffer the highest consequences when we are complying and you go above and beyond. I mean, this these cops, these the two cops that are in the most trouble, the two that have lost their job already, literally, the first blow was to the side of his face. And this cop, you could see him winding up and waiting for him to get all on all four. And as soon as he got on all four, that cop came in and just blasted him right in the side of the face. It's not acceptable. It's not humane. And you wonder why these people become these animals that we blame them. Arizona, thank you, outclass. You wonder why these people become these animals that we claim they are because we have animals 
going after them. So your instincts kick in. Fight or flight. Do or die. You can't control that. Now your actions might put you in that situation. But that's what you're going to do. If you join the military, you're going to be put in a situation where you're going to have to make that decision. If you become a criminal, you're going to be put in a situation where you're going to have to make that decision. If you become a cop, you're going to put, be put in that situation where you're going to have to make that decision. What side of the law are you going to be on when you make that decision? Are you going to be on the side of freedom and liberty? Or are you going to be a brown shirt? Enforcing the will of those that want to kill many. I don't know, man. It's up to you to make that decision. Only you know where you'll stand. <clears throat> oh, I dropped something. When that moment comes. Whew, it's been a hard one, guys. I apologize. It's very far from one of my best shows. I had to struggle through a lot. Uh, Swag, I, I appreciate your uh, your advice. I'm going to take some of that. Maybe go do a uh, Epsom salt bath when I'm done here. <clears throat> Try to clear everything out. You guys have been listening to the first shift to RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos. You know, I don't ask much. I just ask that you try your hardest to act like a good human being. Love you all. Be safe. Be a good human. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet Lost a sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes. Emotions misplaced to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused, just trying to get through in this world. Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake When I'm risking it all with no time to waste Fuck this red race, I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the unknown Please don't go And I don't know how I got here Or how I'm getting home 
people right from day one I've been in this alone With odds stacked against I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me Allie, don't have a love back Keep your eyes on that prize And give them hell to your death This is a test Just a frequency check For intelligent life Now's time to connect It's an SOS The death's been sent So now we just wait And hope for the best With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful asylum And the light shone from a passing UFO guys so much thanks first 52 is the bump diggity Trapped in this world 